I just want to hear out I ain't going nowhere. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. You doing so basically <laughs> you're you just, now listening to the reality is. The but, reality is. But when you do it, like it's more of um make sure you take a breath because like I'll be able to Yeah. Me, me, me. <laughs> you know, whatever they do, but just to where you're like, you're now listening to the reality is. Just slow it down because you're saying it so fast. You're like, you're now listening to. You are now listening to the reality is. Yeah. Okay. You are now listening to the reality is. The reality is. This episode is brought to you by noartesia.com. If you're looking to buy, sell, lease, or invest in the DFW Metroplex, call 972-591-6631 and consider it handled. Yeah! Uh, shit. Look. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. You done. This nigga's cooked. <laughs> Absolutely. Nah, what was y'all saying on... Um Shit, podcast money came into it. Yeah, because we were just kind of, you know, we were talking off air about Kevin Hart, you know, and what he was doing, and and uh, me and Spider, you saying Spider, we had the conversation a while back about the thing that made podcasting fun was because it was uh, for the power, for the love of it. You want to move your purse off the thing? I don't no, think it's on the camera. Oh, okay. I was just trying to make sure because uh, you know if we have it up there to block the focus of it, and then you'll be blurry. I learned that. That's why my shit over here this time. <laughs> Oh. So I'm not getting on your ass. I'm just don't want you to fuck up like I've done. Oh, okay. See how I did that? Yeah. I've changed. <laughs> Communication yeah, is important. Yeah. Nice. Communication is important. Yeah. I don't want you to think I was trying to tell you what to I do. I give you credit. You've gotten better. Thank you. Yeah, Touche, you my friend. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, man, we got into it because it's fun. When me and Artesia started this shit, like I say, we was at UTA. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. College radio. She wasn't even in college. She was just coming up there <laughs> with a nigga on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Law to the fall. I love that. And you I know, she that. was there, from bro. The so, yeah, from the beginning. So mm-hmm. for me, I always tell people, if you got into this to make money, don't come around here. Mm-hmm. Like, do you understand? Like, we've seen people grow and blow up. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's a beautiful thing. Yes. Cat Tat, Isaac Keys, Maya Bailey, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Saul Williams, like, I still tell the story, like, I want that one back. <laughs> But it's like, you it's know, we've done, like we've connected with a lot of people, even Jason and them, Chicago, New York, mm-hmm. D.C., mm-hmm. Michelle Hope, Vice. Like, we done did some shit, HBO, some shit. We've done some shit. Mm-hmm. We know some. But the thing about it is this is a passion, bro. That's yeah. why we get angry when shit don't go right. You see people, you was telling me last night, Deezus and Marrow. Ain't that they shit, they name? Yeah, yeah Deezus and them. They broke up. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. But the thing about it is people don't know how hard it is to keep a relationship mm-hmm. and keep people together with a common goal. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially when money's in place. So think about it when no money's in place. And especially when it starts to feel like a task. A task. Mm-hmm. Which is why when people see me cut people, remove people, whatever, I always want this to feel fun. Mm-hmm. And me and her, a lot of times, I know you probably feel it too, but I know we feel it the most when it starts to feel like work. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And you hate that shit. And I hate it for her. From yeah. That's why we take breaks. You ain't fist to find me tap dancing on social media posting for you motherfuckers every day to give you some pleasure. Follow and unfollow. We should probably have 50,000 followers as many people follow and unfollow because we're not consistent. Mm -hmm. We're consistent, but we're consistent in our way. Right. We're posting every every month. We may post every week, but we ain't posting every day. Fuck y'all. That's why some days you may get seven posts out of me. That's a good day. (laughs) 
the that's chicklets. your weekly the dose, bitch. You better make the motherfuckers last, save them, or sometimes go back to the page and watch them again. And watch them again. Sometimes I'll repost the shit because what people don't understand, instead of making shit every day, do you understand some people didn't see your shit? Right. Some people want to see it again. Mm-hmm. It's something called commercial. <laughs> but y'all listen to these motherfuckers telling y'all what y'all should be doing to kick the algorithm that these niggas uh, control oh just like the stock market. They changes. So that you can that's, pay for more attention. Page. And some big dummies are willing to pay. Oh yeah. Big time. Oh. Moving on. Oh God. Yeah, no, let, let me get it out. Let me yeah, get it out. Let, let me get, get the shout. It's gonna always be in there. You ever had blue ball? Ooh, we. Yeah, sometimes she you gotta get. Has. No. Women get that shit. What's the woman equivalent? I don't know. I've been frustrated. Well, yeah, it ain't no frustration. Your ball's mad. That's the tension. Yeah, you it's, some, it's some pressure. Mm-hmm. You have to relieve it. Yeah, even after you, if you wait too long, you still <laughs> oh. got a little tightness after the fact. It's like, come on, right. balls. What else you got? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what else you got? What else you got? Come on now. Need a release. <laughs> I was watching, um, I think it was Stephen Lowe's. Um, I forgot the name of his podcast, but he was talking about uh, the gratitude of life and happiness um, and the importance of it. Mm. And he was talking about an app that's out and people who have religions or cultures that are dedicated to acknowledging death, like knowing that death is inevitable Mm -hmm. and understanding how that impacts your life. Mm. To live, to live, mm. to be a good person, to be yeah. good to people, to do yeah. and maximize the things that you want. I say all the time to my friends, I'm like, yo, the world has been set up for us to reach numbers, credit score, A's and B's and GPAs and all GMAs and all of this shit. And it's like the we always talking about what we want to fight against the system, but we're in the matrix. And when we talk mm. about the matrix, is somebody has set this system up for you to work nine to five, pay all taxes on everything to pay back to somebody else. And you trying to make more so they can take more, take more. You want to buy more to show off to people who don't matter and spend more of your own money. I now understand hippies. <laughs> I understand people who like to have their own thing. I understand Jim Jones. Mm. Jim Jones. That's mm-hmm. Nihilism, existentialism. I understand you, Frederick Nietzsche. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And we're at a point now, if you ain't thinking for yourself, and I think that's why all of us feel so free, because we literally are thinking for our fucking selves. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though, man? It's, it's not only that, but um, I guess for me, again, I think that we can all speak to this. I, what I recognize in myself is that although I'm there, like, yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm not fully there, because if you're in the Matrix for 15 years, you know, a 30, yeah. you know, it's going to take a, take uh, some time. It's going to take some time to unwind some shit or yeah. unlearn some shit. Yeah. And so what I, what I also see is that sometimes in my actions, it's the actions to untie the shit. Yeah. It's not necessarily that I'm, I'm, I'm thinking free and I'm living this way. It's like, okay, but I didn't bound myself to this motherfucking matrix so long yeah. that I, it takes a lot of effort and energy and action to get rid of that shit. Yeah. Like to unhook from that yeah. shit. And you're confident, you know? man, you got to be able to see yourself. I think in all things, I I was driving to, to, I was about to say to work today, but <laughs> driving into the studio today and I was literally sitting in the car and she knows and like, I'm not fat. I know I'm not, but I do have like a complex. I know I, I mm-hmm. even, you know, yeah. Robin was talking about it mm-hmm. and she was like, you've always been this way. Like I always think I'm, I look too big or my, I have a dip in my, I'm a dip back person. So it's like, dip it makes back. your stomach stick out more. It's like, I tell her all the time, my uncle's like that. Like he look like he got a gut. He raised his stomach up his hard eight, bro. <laughs> but we, I, but I have something in my head where I'm always thinking I'm overweight, whatever. Like I don't, this is me talking about personal shit. Mm-hmm. That's why I say sometimes when I see these black men or these models, guys, I be like, I know they're going through something. You have to stay that way. Once you put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. That's why I never want to put myself out there as any kind of sex symbol or anything because you have to stay 
that way. Mm-hmm. Everything that everybody's jumping on you for, when for you that. stop doing that shit, they gone. Oh, yeah. Will Smith, he was perfect. He was on a roll. Nigga did one thing. Have you heard from that nigga? He ain't Bro. posting shit. He ain't on National Geographic. Hey, he ain't doing nothing because he got to lay dormant for this shit to go by. And then he going to have to fall on the sword. When he, happen. But it, even when he come back, crazy. when he comes back, he going to have to fall on the sword again publicly. No about it. And maybe to Chris Rock to get back on roll, bro. Right, right, but that's right. why I never want to do shit for people because they, as quick as they on your shit, they off of it when you do something they don't like. But see, but that kind of Fuck ties, the masses, my yeah, nigga. That, that, but to me, that ties back to the the earlier topic is you know as far as like the pressure of being perfect yeah because but but this is something that we got to think about and I see it all the time and I've been having this conversation yeah. for like the last ten years this is the reality of the situation yeah you can work as hard as you want for as long, long as, you as you want, want to bro. be perfect if you fuck up one time all of that shit can go away everybody got everybody got to play the villains it, do, it doesn't matter so so matter. so because of that I'm like you know what. I'm not too concerned anymore yeah. mm-hmm. about presenting myself as, as you this can, perfect nigga. person. Yeah. I'm not concerned anymore. I remember telling her, like, uh, we were hanging out one time, and when we were together, I would always, you know, if we were shopping, I would always pay, and then sometimes she would be good to me, and she's like, hey, I got it today. Well, you know, whatever you want to get, just, just do what you want to do, and I'll pay for it. No big deal. So we was hanging out, and I remember... I, she bought something She bought something I bought something And like I didn't know She was trying to signal me But she was like I was just gonna pay for it You know She was like You've done stuff Whatever And I was like Oh I didn't think about that She was like You don't think that's weird I was like I know it's weird Because we always used to do whatever I was like But I don't expect you to just Do stuff and still be kind to me Just because we're friends mm-hmm. In a way of You know what I'm saying Yeah But it's like I don't know where I was going With the point But I was bringing it up Because of what we were talking about As far as I don't know It's gone <laughs> I was trying to tie it in <laughs> Do you know what I'm, but you know what? He what were we talking, talking about, about? But he was talking about being a villain. <laughs> and then you went to that. Or just talking about not necessarily. But what I was, oh, okay, so that, thank you for saying yeah, that. Right, so I was right. being a villain because after the fact, she was like, I tried to get your attention to get you to come over here and just let me pay. She's like, but you just walked off. And I was like, I didn't hear you. I said, how many times even when we were together, I used to tell you, if you want my attention, sometimes you got to be like, motherfucker, I know you hear me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, but she never did that kind of shit because she didn't want to be like, I'm the black mouthy girl. Yeah. She thought too much. And I told her, I said, you think too much. Mm-hmm. And I tell any woman that dates me, you ought to know how blunt and aggressive I am. I need a motherfucker that can put me in my place. Mm-hmm. I have to respect you for you to to have that, that rope, yeah. which I respected her. What I used to always tell her, you got to say, motherfucker, don't, don't don't do. Yeah. Do. Don't do. Now stop. Yeah. Red go. Because once That's you put crazy, a battery in man. a nigga back, man or woman, they will do what you want them to do. That's exactly. why you're in a relationship. You know, and I, but I think that we in a relationship, I yeah. think that, that that too much of our heads get into it. Yeah. And that's what, you know, I've, I mean, I could say I've, I've, I've experienced this to where I, I thought too much about how she might think about yeah. how I talk to yeah. her. And we about Instead to Instead of just talking to her. Yeah. And we're about to be in the relationship side of the podcast. Okay. I think it's important for people to hear from people like us. Yeah. Not because we know it all, but we're going to tell the truth. Right. Too many people say things that everybody want to hear and mm-hmm. people want to talk about other people. If you want to serve your man, serve that nigga, fuck everybody. Exactly. Else. You want to date outside your race, yeah. do that warm shit. That, you want that toilet seat. Want that toilet seat. You want to be gay, <laughs> be gay. You want to get some booty. You want to do both sides you want to have a beard do what the fuck you want to do yeah just respect other people's opinions please do. if it's opposed to yours where are we going now uh, you, i don't know you segued out of it man <laughs> oh, we was because you know you were saying something about dating or it's something. a relationship the relationship yeah yeah, yeah just, just again i think i think that it all ties into this whole thing about being perfect i think mm-hmm. that we for for whatever reason we have a lot of influences in our life throughout our lives that um that help create this 
person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like and a lot of it is even though it's in, it's a lot of it is internal, too. But if you think about internally how you want yourself to be, it's because of outside influences. Whether yeah. that's your parents, exactly. whether it's a brother, yeah. whether it's a mentor, it all still comes from the outside. Mm-hmm. So so my thing is sometimes we we try to build this Frankenstein too good mm-hmm. and we end up fucking up a relationship. Bro. Just oh, yeah. instead of me thinking too much about how she's going to react to what I'm going to say to her, yeah. why don't I just tell her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why don't I just tell her? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, or I, you tell me. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say I spent my entire life being a perfect petty and I remember the first time you called me that. Mm-hmm. I hated, hated that. Mm-hmm. But she would look at me with such vitriol. I did because I was like, I'm not trying to be perfect right. but essentially that's what I was trying, to, trying do. to do. And last year was literally like my first time ever truly being a villain mm-hmm. and having to sit in it. And then mm-hmm. after that, I was just like, oh, okay, so I'm a recovering perfectionist. Like, yeah. Yeah. it was the worst, probably the worst time in my life, yeah. um, but it was also the most freeing. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. A recovering undercover perfectionist. Yeah. And I you know thought. the fuck, but the thing about it is, bro, like, I was a part of some of that shit. Like, and she was like, I know I fucked up, I made some mistakes, blah. And I was like, it's all good. But like, I've always told her, I was like, you see how easy I came back around? Because if you're worth anything to anybody, it's just a mistake, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I told right. her, I said, who am I to say anything when I'm the king of the motherfuckers? Oh, man. You it, know what I'm saying? You got to be able to say that shit. I tell yeah. people all the time. But a lot of times the people, yeah. not to cut you no, off. No, no, please but, cut me uh, off. Yeah, yeah. That's the new you. I like this shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, do that That's shit. Nigga, Shut up, girl, nigga. What you think? What's your opinion on yeah. this? Like, a lot of times the people that are working so hard not to, you made me forget what I was going to say when you did all that <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what? Let me let me just share a moment. Let me share a moment. Damn it, it's hitting all of us today. We ain't got these reps in. No, no, I got a moment though, but it's related to that. I was, so I was, uh, you know, we always talk about the, the benefits of counseling and things like that. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily think that this person read me correctly. I went to a counseling session and mind you, I, you know, I got a job, I work, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. have my tie on, I have my hair cut. Like, this is how I like to present myself but the way after a couple of sessions like she which I thought was very unprofessional but she (laughs) I thought it was unprofessional because your your job is to kind of get through all the minutiae you're not supposed to just get right to it yeah no no I'm saying you're not supposed to take what you see and then give me an opinion on what you see you think that I'm presenting so she basically accused me of trying to be a perfectionist and trying to uh, I guess cover my imperfections with this presentation of perfection. Mm-hmm. Your hair's always cut. You got your tie on. You got your, your shirt starched and shit like that. I was like, no, that's just a professional fucking look. Yeah. <laughs> I like to have my hair cut. Yeah. I like to have my shirts clean. Right. I like to have my ties straight. Well, let like, me say this. So like, not, it, I'm, that's not about me trying to cover some shit up. But, that's so a, but, but check this out. As a therapist, subconsciously, yeah, we do do things. So, so last, so, so, like, so with Robin, with, like mm-hmm. when I was talking to her and she was like, uh, what'd she say? What did she say? Don't Is Robin forget. your therapist? Girl, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> now my thought is gone, man. Oh, damn it. God what did Robin damn, say? Frank. What did Robin say? You just took it. I'm sorry. It was one thing. It was like that one something. thing. You know how we be like, oh, I'm almost there. Yeah. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah. Don't, don't move. Don't move. Right, right, right. Don't you change move. the stroke. You say, I'm bucking. I yeah. changed the stroke. God damn it. Like, God damn. It's something about what Robin said. But about being perfect, about He's covering therapist. mistakes and, you know, <laughs> and you presenting perfection. Yeah. I forgot. She, oh, she was talking about pretty boys. Okay. And I was like, she was like, you know, you're a Libra. You write on a thing, a Libra and Scorpio. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're a pretty boy. I was like, I'm not a pretty boy. I don't wear all these Gucci clothes. She's like, you, she's like, but you're well put together. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you're well put. She's like, you may not be in the mirror every day. Like every, like all these other dudes. <laughs> the on Before you leave the house, yeah, you're in she, the mirror. She, oh yeah. No, but this, the, but no, but this is the thing. I don't, you know, I'm not because I don't have a full length mirror. I don't even pay attention to <laughs> myself you, like that. But you I know what back. I look like in my head. I'll go back. If it's, it's really about my hair. Mm-hmm. 
That's because like it, and it's more so like I'm, but now I'm at a point I don't give a fuck like you know you see it, yeah. you know what I'm saying but it's like I used to not want my hair to be out of place like that. Mm-hmm. I was neat with my locks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, and she yeah. know what I'm talking about. Now I'm to a point I've adopted, like adapted to my locks where I'm like, I don't care if they nappy, I'll mm-hmm. twist the, whatever new growth I got, I'll yeah. twist it up and twist I keep it, it moving. Out. I was out like that last night. But it was like, I just didn't know myself, but she was like, you know, you like you said, you're well-dressed, you're mm-hmm. this, you're that. And she explained the things that as she was explaining them to me, I said, okay. <laughs> I do things that pretty boys do, but yeah. as a person, I'm not. I, she was like, yes. I said, I can accept being a metrosexual, yeah. but I'm not a, because I am a well put together right. person. You come to my house, people be like, oh, somebody clean. is clean. They got pictures up. It's yeah. colors. It's different things. I like a nice thing. I like that. Most people, they do's and they ain't got, they got the bare minimum. Yeah. I ain't that guy. Right. So that, yes. So what I'm saying is subconsciously, we are doing the thing. So as a therapist, that's probably what she saw just subconsciously. And you thought she was unprofessional because you didn't like what she had to say. Exactly. Well, no, I thought she was unprofessional because, because you, first of all, you don't really know me yet. Yeah. And you're going off of, this is only the second session that we had and you're you're really taking what I look like yeah. mm-hmm. and trying to... But I've, know, I've been you, able you to pinpoint that, bro. We've huh? all been able to pinpoint people off energy, though. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, but this is not about energy. This is about... Shit, a therapist I was at work, is all about you know energy and the right questions yeah. to ask at the right Okay, moment. so clearly y'all have a different view. Uh, but this was my motherfucking experience <laughs> I'm just saying. I think the bitch was unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> all right, how about that? <laughs> that may be the name of the podcast. I think that? the bitch is unprofessional. <laughs> I think the bitch is unprofessional. Get to, you know, let's let's slow poke this I didn't have some unprofessional therapists. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> that's where I thought he was going when he said unprofessional. Uh, no, I'm sorry. You know, just, they, you know, what, what they say on get in your bag a little bit. What they say on bad boys too, and he was like, "You need to go see a therapist." He said, "I did," and she's like, "Oh, la papi, my." <laughs> <laughs> I've had some unprofessional therapists, nigga. <laughs> God damn it. And I'll leave it right there because mm-hmm. everybody got to make their money. Mm-hmm. You know? Being too cool. I was watching something, being too cool while dating uh, means you dealt with a lot of pain. I think it was that coach. You, I think I sent that to you. Go, coach Greg Adams TV. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you a couple episodes ago, I was like, there's going to be somebody that's going to step into Kevin Samuel's spot. And I think oh, gotcha. this guy is the next guy. His okay. his moniker is free agent for life or free agent lifestyle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he said the most um, expensive investment he ever had was a wife. Mm. I think that's dangerous rhetoric. <laughs> and I think a lot of times these are the men like he, he comes up with some decent advice. I wish I had a clip I could play right now, but I don't have all that stuff connected. But he really talks about understanding women, why women do things. And he's a lot of times spot on. And he talks about the value of women in dating mm-hmm. is changing and will be forever changed because women can find value through dollars being put on their bodies by what they market on social media. Mm. That's why a lot of niggas are starting to become pretty because they want to be marketable <laughs> to make, no, it's real talk. Right. And he was saying how sometimes a woman now he's in a, you know, a better class, he's six figure or maybe a millionaire guy, but he talks about being in certain rooms. And when you meet women, and you get to know them, they'll say, what's your Twitter? What's your tw- TikTok? What's your social media? And when you look, they look at you and you only have three, four or 5,000 followers, they think you're small. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be cool with you because you're not bringing enough attention to them. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And he was just talking about the value and the drive for attention and money, the way women are using it mm-hmm. and capitalize on it. He was like, they only need a man when they want one. Right. They don't see the value of a man. Just like some men don't see the, we 
I've said it before. We're growing into a, a space that's hard because we don't value people. Mm-hmm. Ugly niggas think they more than what they are, and fat bitches think they more than what they are. I'm just saying, and not they meaning, can be now. and they can be now, <laughs> and it's okay to think you're whatever mm-hmm. you think you are. But the abuse of it because of the access of social media, because we social all think media. we deserve sometimes more than what we've worked for or put in for, or we think our opinions matter, even in situations they don't matter in. Right. And we are starting to devalue other people's opinions, like. In relationships, a lot of niggas like you. It's been a lot of movies coming out where you have seen men, and they got a movie coming out now where it's like men controlling women again. You see what I'm saying? It's a rebellion going on right now that people ain't talking about where men want to get women back in the kitchen and women saying, fuck it, nigga, we never going back. Oh, and they okay. shouldn't have to never go back. But it has to be a conversation about boundaries yeah. and what gender roles between two people or three people or eight people are going to look like. Mm. People ain't just, it's too many people saying we just going to do what we want to do. Nah, when you team up with people, you got to figure out what works best for y'all. I like a motherfucker that like to be in the kitchen, personally. And that's okay. <laughs> but every woman ain't built. Skill. You can't go find yeah. a woman who don't want to be in can there and try and make her be in there. No, you can't that's make what I'm You can't it's, make it's You got to know what you're working with. And niggas want to take people and change them. We got to stop changing people yes. or trying to change mm-hmm. people or giving the illusion that they should change. Or giving the illusion that I can change it. Exactly. Yeah, you can't change This ain't no pimp shit. Yeah, but, but I, think that, I think that that's, you know, like it's funny because when we talk about these things and we talk about these changes, like I could speak to these things because I lived in a world that didn't have none of this social media shit. I can't even imagine what it would be like to, to try to date now. You know what I mean? Because of what you said, now you want to look at, you know, it's not about just, Oh, dating because you're a good guy. And you know, I like to be around you and you make me feel good and all that. It's like, okay. Yeah. Those are the things that's on the list. But then higher on that list is, okay. So how can, how can connecting with this person better my situation? You know, I'm an entrepreneur. Can this person, you know, expose me to this, you know, now I'm gonna look at numbers here. I'm gonna look at followers. I'm gonna look at this. I'm gonna look at that. There's a lot of other shit on the list. Equates to what I am to you. There's a lot of other shit on the list. I don't want them kind of people around. Me neither. I don't live on social media that much to where something, somebody comes to me and looks at that and has some kind of, put some type of value on that. I feel, I I, I feel bad for the people who, I feel bad for the people who have thousands of followers, but they're not really making no money, Hmm. but they on social media multiple times a day, a week to keep people intrigued Mm. by something they don't have. Boosie said it. That's the thing that's fucked up. Mm. I got all these followers. And what does it equate to? 200,000, 100,000. That should equate to what? 50 grand, 60 grand, 100 grand or more. Look, if it does. You should be making big bank, right? I'm saying, even if it does, if you got 200, if I got 200,000 followers and that equates to $50,000, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. But people do that. If you and multiply then, that shit, we doing are, pretty good. But do you understand it's an illusion of like, of course. I don't think you, I think you got to really step behind and it'd be like, we are literally yeah. living through our phones. Like mm-hmm. literally niggas are posting up a phone and doing all kinds of creative of shit. shit. Creative shit, cool, whatever. Yes. You do what you want to do. But what I'm saying is we are literally not going out. We and you was talking the other day and we were talking about how like even how women a nigga approach a girl and it's like ugh but it's like you will fuck with a nigga online yeah the pl- it used to be because we, we, we grew up in the era before all of this shit to where it was like right. nigga yes, you so had to have balls to walk shit. up to a woman yeah, yeah. you know go what get, I'm saying go get that number or you was a goofy ass nigga if you was dating online mm-hmm. everybody was scared right. you get killed it was goofy now yeah. in 10 years which shows y'all dumb motherfuckers you are a part of a social experiment oh my God. they have literally taken it now to where now they call you goofy if you ain't online yeah. oh, so you just a hopeless romantic you just think you gonna walk in the bar and yeah. 
yeah, meet you, a nigga. You think you're going to meet a motherfucker at the grocery yeah. store? People, niggas are uh-huh. all around the grocery yeah. store. Why all can't I? Gas station, everything. But they ducking, dodging, not making eye contact, and going right home mm-hmm. and getting a goofy nigga or a dummy <laughs> when you could have had this good, wholesome, good woman, good girl, bad girl, whatever, right in fucking front of you. Right. But we are looking down and looking outside of ourselves into something else. Mm-hmm. To what? To what end? And then we know, we realize what the shit is. We realize, mom, and we when keep you, fucking me and you have a conversation, then I fucking pull some shit online that says exactly what the fuck we was talking oh, about. Yeah. Like, exactly. we know how deep this shit can go. Niggas, we know this about control. We are fucking in a decade, uh, in the era <laughs> of all time New York bestsellers. This bro. shit is wild shit. Niggas bro. write books and textbooks and create bios like none other. Man. Everybody's an author. Everybody's an author. <laughs> That's another space that, because, you know, we do the book thing. Yeah. That's another space, like, when I see things like, uh, and I got nothing but love for these motherfuckers who use their personalities and think about which which different, you know, income yeah. streams they can create. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. when I see motherfuckers like, for instance, Charlemagne the God, and he writes a book, I'm not saying that this motherfucker don't got good information, but he's going to have a bestseller because of who he is. That's what we were talking about because, before the break. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Or how, like, when we were talking about the Kevin Hart interview, how we were saying yeah. how, like, the, Spider, you were saying something, bro. And we were just talking about the oversaturation yeah. of podcasts. Yeah, he said when the money came in, yeah, it changed and, and like and like we've even talked about how people who are not even really good at it just because they got followers, oh, they yeah. get instant yeah, access yeah, yeah. to That's things. Yeah. Celebrities, especially, yeah. it's like you yeah. don't. They're not starting from the bottom like everybody else did. You don't have to go through uh, finding sponsorships, yeah. doing bad shows at yeah. the beginning. Like you got the bad sponsorships and stuff, right? You right out the gate or have the best production you can have. Mm. Uh, right out don't the have gate. To, out don't the have gate. to work very hard to get any kind yeah. of sponsorships. Nope. You already got a name. Yep. So your quality is going to suffer. Yeah. And the thing about but, it is too, people don't like, nobody wants to tell a famous person your shit suck. I will. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, start I'm, I'm doing that so I can remember what I was going to say. Go ahead. So let me ask you a question. <laughs> do you, uh, you know, that's what you used to do. You used to remember something. Um, Joe Budden. Yeah. Do you, what, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on what he does in media? I think he's good at it. Okay. Good. I'm glad you said that. That's a surprise. I think he's good at it because (laughs) he has things. He's consistent. Yeah. He speaks his mind rawly in an industry that not everybody knows behind closed doors things, and he's willing to tell those stories. Right. He's controversial. Mm -hmm. He has a great distinctive voice. Yeah. And he has good audio. Joey. He pumped now. That nigga plays his shit loud. Yeah. <laughs> but he, 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 and he's original. Yeah. All those five things make a fist to make him original. Right, right. I like a lot that. of people ain't original. They what don't have a fist. fist. I like that. What's your fist? Yeah, well, I mean, What's your really, because it's like, it make you powerful. It make you powerful, I love bro. That. And a lot of people, but down, nobody man. has that. It's already on wax, bro. But nobody <laughs> has that because nobody's looking to create or build their individuality. Right. They literally, like Jay Z and them talk about all the time, and nobody wants to do the process. Mm-hmm. Even with the podcast now, that's why we don't fuck with people. You want that fast grind. You're trying to get somewhere. Yeah. You ain't even exposed and done the shit camera. I've done, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Right. You got followers. That's it. You don't have experiences. You don't have connections. Mm-hmm. You can't levy shit. Right. Everything that you've ever done and experienced has been recorded and shared. Yeah. You ain't got nothing else yeah. that you say. And you know what I've done, bro? Like, I have to, and Artis had to tell me this, like, bro, I've done a lot for people, dog. <laughs> Finish it. <laughs> I was talking about your butt stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but 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 one of the things that uh, that I respect about him is that, of course, he is a well-known, popular guy, celebrity rapper. Like I knew him as a rapper, obviously. Yeah. Now he comes to the space. But one of the things that he said, you know, I really, really connected with it. And what he was talking about was how 
like this social media space. Yeah. He said this social media space was designed for the regular average person to be able to share the things that they got going on in their lives. He said, what I hate about these fucking celebrities is that they came into the space and they with took all they shit. So when he look at motherfucker and he used Will Smith as an yeah. example, he said, when I pull up Will Smith's fucking page and this nigga's bungee jumping off the Empire State Building, that's not the type of shit that I want to see nope. on social media. Nope. You know what I mean? Like you can't bring that I am legend production into fucking social media, but and, that's what these and people soak up do. everybody's space. And that's what But not being do. funny, you this is why Kendrick Lamar album is so good about being whatever and living in a box. Mm-hmm. They put that shit out there so we can keep up. Of course. So we can yeah. try to obtain because if we make it look like it, then people assume that we have or that we are. Assume, Even yeah. like Kendrick Lamar said, y'all niggas are living in a fucking box I'm telling to you. look like us. Right. It's not. Like I tell people when you talk about money, niggas who be like, oh, yeah, I make 250. Niggas, somebody to make 350. Exactly. 350 is to make 500,000. Yeah. Exactly. Niggas that make 2 million. You are a small fish in somebody's lake, going. motherfucker. Exactly. It gets to a point where it's only a top 10, nigga. And that's 10 families. And there's motherfuckers. And four can, of them in America. And they nigga. control the whole shit. They hey, control Spider, the you, whole fucking shit, it, nigga. So pipe down with that pocket change. You, you, you are you a you a DJ. You know about Lupe Fiasco, right? Oh, Straight yeah. up. You know, so so you know, we know like we live through music and lyrics and things like that. Yep. There's something that he said a long time ago, and I never forgot it. And I was like, yo, that's the fucking matrix. He, you know, one of his raps, he said, he said, uh, I think, uh, what did he say? I had to I, hold on, let me, let me what, give me a second, I had it. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> You get any movies? Keep okay. Keep you at the bottom, but tease you with the upper crust. You get it, then they move it, so you never keep it up enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. You never keeping up. You constantly in the motherfucking hamster wheel. If you're buying followers, if you're chasing people, <laughs> if you're doing whatever you're doing, you'll never get the mark because they go move it. This is where you put the crickets in, bro. But then yeah. you make your own mark. You got to have your, your own mark. Yeah, what do you have? What, what do, do you have? What do you, what do you have? And That's why I love the read too, bro. Because yeah. they made their own mark. They were small time, bro. Mm-hmm. And they didn't try to go blow up. They right. just did an episode to hit everybody love and they did it. They self-respect. And they Shout out Kid Fury. Shout out Crystal. Them niggas is doing their fucking thing, man. They, they did it. Real podcast. They did it their way. And niggas is trying to copy them. Can't do it. You're just a duplicate. You know what I'm saying? Not just, even a just, carbon copy. You're just tracing the shit. That's it. Right, right. Ain't going to erase a whole bunch of times to get that right. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. We getting ready to wrap it up. Before I go, um, Arteza, your last topic, you talking about the skin you're in now, newfound appreciation for your body as is. Have we discussed this Yeah, one? we already talked did about Did we discuss level. that? Yeah. All right. And did you give your opinion on Yeah, you gave your opinion on that. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. I, you know me. I'm all about getting up out this motherfucker <laughs> in due time. It's done. I do have half a blunt road and I am ready to Ooh. get to it. And we go, where we going? That's why I was about to say, we going to get something to eat? What we going to yeah. do? Arteza, look, you saw how we look yeah. at you. Yeah, come yeah, on, boss. Later, real estate. Respect. Extraordinary. Look, we respect the feminine energy. Where you we know going? What I'm saying? <laughs> Give it to us. Come on, bitch. Come on. Yes, That's bitch. That's your, your best Cat Williams <laughs> impression. <Yeah. laughs> Tell us where we're going to get some food. Oh, uh, Spider, we're going to go out to Chanel Pearls by Conway the uh, Machine. Do, 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 and do. Jill Scott. It's I would have never put them together. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Oh, I got to listen. You got to listen to this. I'm telling you, you're going to love it. On her. You're going to love it. Swig. <laughs> it's a it's a dope vibe, yo. Jill Scott on this motherfucker. Uh, let me see that light. Frank Grace. This is love right here. This is we in the love vibe right now. Cutting through and 
I used to be a Benny guy, but I've slowly turned into a Conway guy now. He got it like that. They both good, though. Smoke a blood of pressure, this fame is taking its toll. I'm thankful ain't no shows, I need a break from the road. Put niggas in position, they still ungrateful, it shows. It's fucking up my energy, shit is making me cold. My life a series of drama, just like them HBO shows. When I die, I'm going out like the Pharaoh draped me in gold. I'm still gonna run this shit till I'm 80 years old. They realizing lately I'm the one that's been taking control. Private table, car bones when we leave Miami Beach. And I brought Santa Beach, your kiss tastes like a cane of peaches. You got that I'm bulletproof almost. Now, now you getting back to yourself. Whew, yeah. It feels good too. Mm-hmm. She hit me up the other day. She was like, okay, what you doing? I was like, I'm over here doing this and this and this and that. She's like, okay. I said, boy, you back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the way he said that was fantastic. Because you got to understand, man, it was like.